Welcome back to Pop Topic. We are here to discuss all the latest news online, and we are here to discuss the third week of March 2021. And to help break down the big news, the Oscar nominations, is our co-host, Tristan Phillips. And how are you doing this week? Doing great. Doing great. How are you doing? I've been doing well. I feel like I've been watching a lot of critically esteemed films over the last few weeks. So this week, I've just been watching a bunch of dumb comedies. I feel like that's a good way to even it out. I've been watching uh, a lot of critically acclaimed stuff, too. I just watched... uh... Space Jam yesterday, and Social Network the day before that, so mostly, you know, Oscar favorites. Yeah, I like how you lumped Space Jam and Social Network side by side. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, was... the performance in those in those films from Jesse Eisenberg and, and, and Michael Jordan are really top tier for sure. Yeah, which film of the two was your favorite? Space Jam? I, I really like Social Network. That was a good movie. Social Network, Space Jam's good, but Social Network's really, really good. Yeah, uh, Social Network still, it's currently in my top 10 of all time. I love Social Network. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I just rewatched it a few months ago uh, for Andrew's first time. Really good. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, I watched it with Hayden. It was his first time watching it. We watched it like two days ago. Yeah, and then Hayden just messaged me that he just bought on Blu-ray today, so I guess he, he liked oh. it from the sounds of it. He did really like it, yeah. But uh, speaking of Fincher for Social Network, we have him and a bunch of other great films that were just announced for the Oscar nominations. So it's all yeah. come down to this. We've been waiting months and months, Tristan. We have. It's the day of reckoning is finally here. Yeah, and um, the big title card at the top of the hour is uh the oscars nailed it i i agree with almost all of their picks obviously there's ones that we would all have personal preferences for but i really think overall the oscars fucking killed it and they normally don't yeah i haven't actually taken a look at the oscar noms yet except for the best picture ones which i've seen so i guess i'll be uh hearing these for the first time while discussing them with you quentin so these are my my first impressions if you will perfect yeah there, there are some wild picks i think uh, there'll be f- some fun first impressions. So we'll do it in order of when they announce them. And the first one would be actress in a supporting role. It's one of the more questionable awards for the ceremony here. Because who knows who's going to win it. And who knows who's going to be nominated. But I think it was the five more obvious picks. We have Maria Bakalova for Borat 2. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elgie. Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, and Yun Jun Yun for Minari. Yeah, um, I really, I'm really happy that Yun Yun. I can't pronounce it. How did you pronounce it? It's just not Yun Yu Jung because the Jungs for sure most definitely after the U. Uh, the grandmother from Minari, as we'll call refer to her from now on. Um, she most definitely deserved it, I think, and I wasn't too sure if she get the nom. Seeing as a um, the grandmother from the farewell last year didn't and whatnot, yeah, and that's another very well deserved uh, nomination. So, but Minari's was definitely more of an Oscar forward movie than the farewell was. So I did have, you know, I, I believe she would have gotten the nom here. I'm happy that she did. I haven't seen The Father yet. That's the only movie of these five I have not seen, so I can't say much about Olivia Coleman. But I was pretty confident she was getting the nom here without even seeing the movie. Um, just from what I heard, her and 
the main actor, can't quite remember his name right now, are, are pretty much locks for the acting roles, and here, he, here she is. I think the big surprise for me here is a uh, Maria Bakalova for Borat 2. I know she had a lot of buzz, a lot of people pushed her for her, but I didn't think she was going to get it. What were you, Quinn? Were you surprised at all? I guess. I wasn't too surprised because she's the only supporting actress that has been nominated for every other award thus far. So I, like, I think she's just one that has the most hype. And I know she's not the normal Oscar thing, but I think when every other awards ceremony has had her in the running, you kind of have to have her. Like she's the only one that has hit the crit, uh, the critics, the SAGs, the Globes. Like she's hit every single one and no one else has. So I thought she's going to get in, but I wasn't going to be surprised if she was snubbed just because it's not a typical Oscar film. Yeah. And is that the only nom for Borat 2, I'm guessing? No, it's not. No. Oh, more to come, I guess. And then a, um, what do you think about, I think Amanda Siegfried was probably, if there was a lock in my mind, I thought Amanda Siegfried was probably it for performance in make. That's a lock all day, I thought. Uh, the only one that I considered a lock was Olivia Coleman for The Father. Fair enough. Just because they love Olivia Coleman, and I figured she, I haven't seen The Father. It's out in theaters right now, but it's not out in VOD for another week and a half. And, uh, you know, it's a pandemic going on, so I can't see it in theaters. So I haven't seen yeah. The Father. I haven't seen The Father yet either. Yeah, but I assumed Olivia Coleman would get a nomination. Uh, the only thing with Amanda Seyfried is the opposite of Maria Bakalova. Amanda Seyfried has gotten the least out of these five at other ceremonies, and she didn't. She hasn't gotten a win yet, so they kind of thought maybe her hype is going down. But I was with you. I always thought she had a pretty good chance because I figured Mank would be a pretty big contender here, and uh, I thought Seyfried was the best part of Mank, so I, I'm glad she's yeah. here. I thought for sure she was the best part. And I haven't followed any of the other award circuits like you have, but uh, you think she got less nominations than the one I was probably most surprised down here, even more than Maria Bakalova, and that's Glenn Coase for Hillbilly LG. Glenn Coase has gotten more noms than Amanda has so far? She's probably gotten the same amount. Like, she has gotten less, but she's also gotten some wins. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I wasn't, like, I was surprised only because, I don't know, Hillbilly LG to me wasn't a fantastic movie. Glenn Coase's performance was fantastic, but the movie itself obviously wasn't the best. But I wasn't too, too surprised, I guess, because I know the Oscars love Glenn Close, as I'm sure most of us do. So it wasn't that big of a surprise. I think they nailed it with these five. These five seem to be the, the, the front runners, the big ones. So nothing super surprising, but a uh, good noms. Yeah, these were the ones that I think if I were going to guess going in, this would have been my five. But the next one, when not have been my guesses and that's for best adapted screenplay we have mm-hmm. borat subsequent movie film the father nomadland one night in miami and the white tiger so borat is an adapted screenplay because it's a sequel is that the yeah because they re because it's based off of characters that are already used like toy story 3 God. was also an adapted and is Borat the surprise here? Is that the is that the There's shock? two surprises, Borat 2 and The White Tiger. Yeah, when The White Tiger first came out, I heard some people talking about it for, for possible awards contention. It most most for mostly for adapted screenplay is the one I did here. But then it kind of died out real quickly. I never heard too much talk after, you know, a week or two out after it came out. Just never really heard about it again. Yeah. I kind of forgot about it. And to remind people, I, that means that the two that didn't get in was News of the World and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom for screenplay. All right. 
because I know News World didn't say, uh, well, as you guys haven't seen the noms yet, they didn't get nominated for Best Picture. So did it pick up very many noms, or was it, did, I'm guessing Tom Hanks got a nom for Best Actor. Is that really it for that movie? No, Tom Hanks getting, didn't get a nomination. I believe it got production design or visual effects, maybe. Oof, so it got snubbed pretty hard here. Then. Yeah, I would have to double check. Uh, and same with Ma Rainey, both got snubbed pretty hard. Oscars Ooh. were not fond of either. All right. Yeah, and this is the first little hint of that. Uh, when Ma Rainey didn't come up for screenplay and Borat 2 did, which of the two, I think you would assume Ma Rainey's more of the Oscar film. I think that's when some eyebrows started getting raised. Yeah, I mean, Borat's two for two right now. I hope they're going to get nominated in every category. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these are the first two of the day. I was like, oh, wow, uh, they're they're really high on Borat. Yeah, or the only movie that's two for two. Oh, no, and The Father. Borat and The Father. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Those are the only two. All right, uh, we can gloss over original song. Um, well, here, I'll... Well, you can gloss over original yeah, song. That's true. Uh, there's actually a big one, too, so no point in glossing over it. There is Hear My Voice from Trial of Chicago 7, Speak Now from One Night in Miami, I See Scene, The Life Ahead, Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah, and here it is, Tristan, Huzafik from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Spire Sega. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Eurovision didn't get a nomination from any other awards ceremony. The Oscars were like, are you guys listening to these bangers? This is definitely a nominee, man. Will Ferrell coming in with some absolute heat. Come on. Gotta respect that. Yeah, I was so happy that <laughs> that Eurovision got it. Mostly because it's one of the only movies I saw with a song in it. So I'm glad at least I know one of them. I've seen three of the five here. And I'm going to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. I haven't seen that one yet. But yeah. I'm going to watch that. I'm the opposite. I've seen three too. Uh, I need to watch One Night in Miami still. Oh, gotcha. The Life Ahead, is that a foreign film? Yeah. That's pretty impressive. I don't know how often foreign films are not for original song. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I've heard it's a good song, yeah. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, I mean, these all seem like... Any favorite songs here? Any any songs you are a particular fan of here? Uh, maybe this is a hot take. I think the songs is pretty weak this year. I Well, I think what happened was here... None of these are like actual musicals. Disney didn't come in. Normally, Disney comes in swinging their dick around with some heavy hitting songs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's normally what happens. That or there's like a musical, you know, like Les Mis or Greatest Showman or something. But n- neither. No Disney movies. No musicals. So I'm not surprised. It's a little bit of a weaker year here. I just realized isn't Raya eligible for animation? I'm surprised it didn't get nominated. I guess it wasn't really part of the hype. Is it eligible? Uh, well, didn't it come out? I, don't know, I guess we'd have to look at the exact dates because uh, the eligibility I thought was mid March and it came out like a week ago. So maybe it's like a day after. I'm not too sure. Yeah. So. Maybe they just chose not to put it in. If they choose not to put it in, they can't save it for next year, though, can they? No. But then again, I uh, think they have better animated films saved up for next year. They got another Pixar film this summer. And they got Encanto, which yeah. is what I'm excited for. Yeah, so I, I think they just decide, ah! I don't know, but I've heard good things about Raya from literally everyone but you. <laughs> I like Raya. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying uh, they probably just said, well, Soul's got in the bag, so no point in even trying. And uh, next year we got Encanto, so 
No, I don't buy that. They want as many, as many noms as possible. Even if they know it's not going to win, they'd want that nom, right? That's true. I, yeah, I'm surprised they just didn't put... I guess it's not eligible. That must be it. Yeah, because even, even if like Soul would probably beat it, sure. But they want as many noms as possible. You know, It's guaranteed yeah. a nom. Like, in my mind, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's guaranteed. And it even is. though I'm not a big fan of it, there's all that many great animated films this year. It's definitely my top five animated films if it was in that contention. So it'd be worthy yeah, of it. I'm really excited for Raya. I, I got to see that one. Yeah, so I was just going to say, if that film had music, that might have snuck in as a easy win here for original song. But yeah, see, that's what they did. Soul have no original songs? I don't think so. I don't think any of their movies had any songs. It was just a weak year for songs. Uh, no offense. Well, Pixar, norm- Pixar normally doesn't have songs, right? Very rarely will Pixar. I guess some, they have original scores, of course, but like actual songs? Well, speaking of no. score, the uh, the next one is for original score, which includes Soul, News of the World, Minari, Mank, and The Five Bloods. Any surprises here, Quentin? Well, Any... the big surprise is The Five Bloods, since I was never really a contender for score, and this is the only nomination to Five Bloods is going to get. This is their only nom, eh? Yeah, this is their only nom. Spike Lee wasn't nominated for Best Director? No. No, no. He, Actually, that's not... I guess I kind of knew that already. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, and, yeah, I I know a lot of people were really hoping that Delroy... Delray Lorindo? Delroy, yeah. Delroy Lorindo. Delroy I, I, I had a feeling he wasn't going to get it. I know a lot of people were really thinking he was going to get it, but I, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to get it, but I was... Yeah. I just didn't think he was going to get it. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to get it, but I was hoping he would. And then on the flip yeah. side, I thought Chadwick Boseman was going to get it for supporting actor, but I didn't really think he was top five. So neither of them got it. Neither one of them got it. Yeah. Eh? Then, they weren't fans. Yeah, and then score, which isn't even that iconic of a score, was barely talked about during this Oscar season when it got when it showed best original score here because it was the third, it was the fourth award that they announced. I thought, oh my gosh. Is Defi- like is Delroy Lindo here? Like, is Defi Blood's gonna have like a big presence? Yeah, it's same with the News of the World, right? They're both here. You think, man, they're both gonna have some great, some great runs. So I guess News of the World already had some trouble with screenplay, but I am yeah. them both popping up here, but not popping up for best lead actor or best picture. Which I think News of the World was for sure one and nom there, and Defi Blood's would have taken one for sure. But I, uh, I guess, I guess neither one of them made it that far. No. Now, uh, yeah, that's really the big thing of note here. Uh, best hair and makeup, we have Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. I, I, that, this is the first time me remembering that there was a Pinocchio movie that came out this year. Yeah, yeah no one saw it, but it's here. Completely forgot about that. Mank and Ma Rainey's both make sense here. Hillbilly, I haven't seen Emma. Emma was one of those movies that I just missed and never went back to. I saw Emma. I actually really like Emma. And I think it's also going to be nominated for costume spoiler, but I think it was worthy of both nominations. It's a very beautiful period piece. Just from like the posters that I've seen, it looked like it's a period piece. Most of the time, well done period pieces are going to get nominated for either makeup, hairstyle, and or costumes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not too surprised that it got nominated for, for those two, and it seems well deserved. Same with my Raymond's. That'd be another period piece. And Mank. All three of them would be pieces that seem to deserve it. Yeah, and those are the ones that tend to have the very unique costumes. So yeah. that makes sense. One that I know Tristan oh, will agree with me here is it was in the short list for this and for costume. Jingle Jangle. Where's Jingle Jangle? Oh my gosh. Jingle Jangle told truthfully it deserves to be on here. 
for, for, for sure for caution. The hair and makeup would also make sense for me. I, I really think that it deserves to be here. More than Hillbilly Elegy does, in all fairness. For for pointing fingers here. What the hell did Hillbilly Elegy do? <laughs> oh, just don't brush your hair when you wake up. And the Glenn Coase and Amy Adams are gone, right? They just showed up with brushing the hair. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah do, yeah, do you think they did anything? Do you think they just woke up out of bed and the director was like, perfect. Keep it yeah. like that. Yeah, they're like, this is amazing. It's exactly what we need. Yeah. Like, how the heck did that get nominated? Not Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle killed it. Yeah, I'll be a Jingle Jangle stan. Uh, screw Edison. But aside from that, the costumes and hair and makeup, especially costumes, that would have been a worthy win, let alone nomination. Yeah. Hey, frick. If Suicide Squad can win it, so can Jingle Jangle. <laughs> heck yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of costume, we have Emma, Ma Rain's Black Bottom, Mank, Pinocchio, and instead of Hillbilly LG, we have Mulan here. All right, so we can get to the, like, I just want to know, Quinn, how, how do you feel personally by the fact that Pinocchio got more nominations than the Five Bloods? <laughs> I've never seen Pinocchio, so I don't have much to say here, but Mulan... How does that sit well with you? Are you a fan of that? Mulan's going to get a second one here, so Mulan... Oh, I know, I actually, I can't, because I saw a Disney pose, like the ones that they got. Yeah. And I just know, like, wait, Mulan got two noms? Yeah. So yeah, Mulan also got more noms than the Five Bloods. How does that make you feel? Yeah, it's quite devastating, to be honest. Do you think this means that a uh, it's a better movie than The Five Bloods? I'm just thinking of poor Spike Lee and Delroy Lindo. They're probably having some drinks after that. <laughs> They're gonna need to. Freaking <laughs> Mulan got in and they didn't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have the short films. Do you want to even discuss those, Tristan? I haven't seen any of these. I feel like we should. I feel like that'd be rude short films. Yeah, that's true. If we literally skip them. Uh, we'll, we'll have a short segment for the short films. For live action, there is Feeling Through, The Letter Room, the present, two distinct strangers, and white eye. Have you seen any of these, Tristan? No, like I never even hear of like like when short films come out. It's just not like on my radar, I guess. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, are these on? Like, are they being distributed from like streaming films? Are any of these Quibi shorts? That's what I want to know. Are any of these from Quibi? Oh, <laughs> uh, that that'd be hilarious. I feel like they aren't. I feel like who else is making short films? They made so many. You got like at least one of them got nominated for something. Netflix makes a lot. A lot of these are probably Netflix. I don't know if it's a lot of like animated stuff, but live action shorts. I don't know if I've really ever seen any live oh, action true. stuff on there. Yeah, I've seen two of the animated shorts. I feel like I'm, I've probably seen some of the animated ones. Yeah. Uh, the there. animated shorts is Burrow, Genius Loki, or Genius Loshi, If Anything Happens, I Love You, Opera, and Yes People. Yeah, I've seen two. Probably the same two you've seen, I'm sure. Burrow, and if anything happens, I love you. Yeah. Yeah, those, and they're both really good. If anything happens, I love you. It's really good. I thought I really liked that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the upset. You know, I'm pretty confident if anything happens, I love you is going to win. I, I liked Burrow. I thought it was a very cute film. I love Burrow. I thought Burrow was adorable. But if anything happens, I love you. That was, that was, a, that was a powerful short film for sure. It was good. That was, that was really well done. The one that I... Um, I'm surprised it isn't on here. Netflix came up with it also. It's with the um, the old the old painter finding his love of painting again when his his granddaughter comes and she starts. He he gave up painting once his wife died, and then his granddaughter comes and she starts painting, and he finds his love of painting again from his granddaughter. I've seen that one on Netflix. No, but that, that sounds was, like the plot line of Jingle Jangle. It, you know what? It pretty and they're they're also black people, so I guess I guess it's like, yeah, it's sort of like a short Jingle Jangle. It's great. And I, I like Jingle Jangle, so there we go. It should have been nominated for costume as well. Well, it was cartoon, but short. 
I was watching that one. I remember. I remember that one came out. People were really hoping that one got nominated. And I, got, I don't think I I've heard of that one. Yeah, it was on Netflix. I don't know. I, I think I've heard of Yes People. I'm pretty sure I saw like a poster for that or something online. Never Probably. heard of Genius Loki or Opera. Then there is Best Supporting Actor. Uh, this is one of the big surprises. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. But we have Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Racy for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Well, okay, so I haven't, as I've already mentioned, I haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah yet. That's true. Now, I, from what I've heard, Daniel Kaluuya was just a lock. Like, like, he was probably the front runner of winning this thing, from my understanding, right? Once again, I haven't seen the movie yet, though. But I am surprised if any movie got two nominees in supporting role, actor supporting role, Judas and Black, Black Messiah got to, and not Trial of Chicago 7. That yeah. seems big to me. I thought if any movie was going to get a double nom in this category, it was going to be Trial. Uh, and it's not. That's that's shocking to me, for sure. That's a good point. Uh, but the other shocking part is how Daniel Kaluuya feels like he's the lead, but I told you they can stretch the truth and say, well, it's not his point of view for the film. Like It's following another character's main point of view. That character is Stanfield. <laughs> so the two leads are both in supporting. So they basically said, since they're both pretty much sharing that lead role, it's basically like two main character kind of thing, right? They're claiming they're both supporting characters and neither one of them's the lead? Yeah. That's uh, that's a strategy, I guess. It's surprising. It worked. Yeah, like, I wouldn't be surprised if these two have more camera time than Chadwick Boseman and Ma Rainey. Like, these two are in it a lot. I'm also happy, yet still surprised that Paul Racy got it for Sound of Metal. Yeah, yeah, Paul Racy getting it is great. I'm really happy about that. I, I'm, I really like that movie. I thought he did great. I didn't think he was going to get it, but I, uh, happy he's, I'm happy he's here. Yeah, oh, there's three African Americans here in the supporting category. Overall, for the four supporting categories, this year now has the most non-white nominees. For just is it just the supporting categories or for all the for for all categories? four combined nine out of twenty are non-white, which is the most in a single Oscar year. That's pretty. That's close to fifty-fifty, man. That's yeah, pretty good. That's pretty much fifty-fifty, which is pretty crazy. And Leslie Autumn Jr. for One Night in Miami, he really deserves to be here for Hamilton and deserves the win for Hamilton. But at least he's still getting nominated because he's amazing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure. I don't quote me on this. I think this might be One Night in Miami's last nomination for the rest of the night. So they got this one, and then they also had Adapted Screenplay? Adapted Screenplay and song. Original Song. Yeah. Original Song, yeah, okay. So they got three, I believe. Oh, they, they didn't get the uh, the director nominee. Eh? I know she was hoping for it. No, I thought she might have gotten it, but she didn't. She didn't get the, didn't get the director nominee. Eh? And of course, they were also hoping for a uh, Best Pick nom. I guess they didn't get that one either. Yeah, I thought for sure it was going to get Best Picture nom. I wasn't too confident about Director, but it ended up not. Uh, but Tristan, the one question I have here is, Dan Kaluuya has been the front runner this whole time. Now that Stanfield is here, could some of the Judas votes be taken away, and could we have a new winner? Oh, you mean maybe they split votes? And maybe, like, Shasha Van Cohen or, or something like that sneaks into the lead? Yeah. That's that's kind of the unfortunate thing they did with having putting them both in supporting. You know yeah. what I mean? If they would have put... Stanfield as lead or something like that that wouldn't have happened but I, uh that's true yeah I hope not I haven't seen the movie yet so I don't know between Kaluuya or Stanfield who deserves more 
if they deserve it more than the other three guys. I've seen all the other three guys. They're both great. Um, uh, the thing is, I guess if we're counting Stanfield, I actually don't know who I prefer. But Stanfield is a lead performance. It's all it's his story. Kaluuya's in it a lot. But I kept going, okay, fine. I'm, I'm fine with him getting the supporting because it's not really his story. But now that the guy who's has the entire story about him is here, uh, I actually don't know. I, I still prefer Kaluuya, but just the fact that it's that tough a decision, uh, who knows? I think I got to watch this movie. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for it. Especially it's after all these in my top 10 of the year. It sounds really good. I'm excited for yeah. it. Like it's definitely not in my top five, but definitely in my top 10. It's a very good film. All right, so we can go on to Best Original Screenplay, which has another surprise here. There is Judas and the Black Messiah. Once again, Messiah has a huge turnout, this nominations here. There's also Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7. Is Promising a Woman the surprise? No, 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 no. Promising Young Woman has definitely been at odds with Trial Chicago 7 for the most wins for this. Oh, okay. So those were the two yeah, that I, I thought were locks. The surprise is Mink isn't here. Oh, right. Yeah, that was, it was supposed to be, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, it has been nominated almost everywhere else. And it's always been, the fight for the fifth spot has been Sound of Metal versus Judas and the Black Messiah. They were always fighting for that fifth screenplay spot. But uh, they both got in and Mank didn't. From my understanding, the five better movies got nominated here. You know what I mean? Like all five of these are phenomenal films. That's what I'm like, saying. Well, yeah. The four of the five I've seen are all phenomenal films. And I've heard only good things about the fifth one. Yeah, like a lot of these are quote unquote hot takes. But I agree with everything. Um, all these nominations I'm, I'm down for. Like even Stanfield for supporting actor. I don't necessarily think he's a supporting actor. But fuck, let's give him a nomination. He was great. Who do you have bumped off? Like, who are the other... That's one thing we didn't talk about. Who are the other big contenders for best supporting? I'm trying to remember who was... like. Oh, Chadwick Boseman for To Five Bloods. Right. Okay, that'd be the one. Yeah. And then Alan Kim from Minari. He started getting a lot of buzz the last week or so. But I really thought it was Chadwick the whole time. But no, uh, Stanfield came in. Oh, is that the little boy from Minari? Yeah. Uh, I would have loved for him to get nominated. Yeah, he would have been But great. I get it. Yeah, he would have been great. I get it. Uh, it's so funny, though. Stanfield, I can't stress this enough, Tristan. They were pushing him for lead. Like, the film was pushing him for lead. I don't know how he got supporting. All right, we can go to Best Documentary Feature. We have Collective, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. I've seen some documentaries this year, but I haven't seen any of these ones. Yeah, I haven't seen I've any heard of My Octopus Teacher. I've heard of that one. I've heard of Crip Camp. Um, I've heard that one's a very emotional story. And Time. I've heard Time as well. My Octopus... Once again, the only one I've heard of was the Octopus one, which just didn't strike me as something I, I would be interested in at all. Yeah. I've never heard of the other the other four. Yeah. I've, I haven't heard of Mole Agent, and I kind of heard of Collective. Uh, but yeah, it's not ones I've heard too much about. Wait, wait. What's Crip Camp about? I think I actually might have heard of that one. I, I don't know much about it. I've just okay. heard of them. I've heard it's very good. But I, I should probably start watching documentaries. I feel like I don't give them a fair chance because... I like documentaries a lot. And when I watch them, I like them. I just never bother. But I, I should start watching them, especially some of these ones. I've heard they're good. Maybe I'll watch these five before the ceremony. I'll probably check out a couple if I got time. There's also Best Documentary Short, which was Colette. A Concerto is a Conversation, Do Not Split, Hunger Ward, and A Love Song for Latasha. 
haven't haven't seen any of those either. How about you? No, <laughs> I've not seen documentaries. So I've definitely not seen a documentary short. I, but I'm 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 sure Quibi made one of these. <laughs> yeah, I bet they made the love song for Latasha. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, so we also have best international feature, which is another round. Better days, the documentary feature collective, a man who mm-hmm. sold his skin, and Cuvatus Ida. I've only seen another round. Yeah, same. Why isn't Minari here, Quentin? <laughs> yeah, good question. What a snub. The Globes are like, wow, they really don't like Minari, do they? <laughs> yeah, I was say hate that movie. <laughs> Classic. Was, I thought there was another big one that was supposed like, wasn't there another? There were definitely, yeah, there were definitely some foreign films that I've heard of that weren't there, like La Llorona, which I'm not too surprised because it doesn't seem like the Oscars thing, but I've heard that was a fantastic film. Um, is that a horror movie, I'm guessing? I'm assuming so, just because the American one was, but I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea either. If it was, I, I heard it's a very well-made horror film. Unlike the American one? Yeah, unlike <laughs> that one. All right, uh, so move back to movies that we've heard of, Tristan. We have film right. editing. The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. All right, yeah, I mean... Well, I haven't seen The Father yet, but I've seen the other four. I'm happy Promising a Woman's on here. I really like the editing in that movie. I wasn't too sure if it would be getting a nom here or not, but I'm, I'm happy it is. No Man Land, Sound of Metal, and Trial. Trial and No Man Land, it felt like locks, um, even though I personally didn't care for the editing in Trial. I thought yeah. it was real. I thought it was real, you know, fast and slow, fast and slow. Sound of Metal, I'm happy is here. Uh, I have no idea what are, like, the, the front runners for, for, for this category. So are these surprises or are these... Or at least pretty standard. Mank has gotten it quite a bit. Uh, like, I think people were expecting Mank over the father, at least. The father was kind of a Yeah, surprise. I am kind of surprised Mank isn't here. Yeah, but the one fact, I don't know if you know this, Tristan, but you know how important the film editing category is in, like, the whole Oscar history, correct? Is, is it, like, the best predictor of best picture? Yeah, the best picture... Out of the 92 times now that the Oscars have been of existence, only four of them have not been nominated for editing. Well, that's some pretty, some pretty banging odds right yeah, there, so man. Yeah, so 88 out of 92. Uh, if it's in editing, it's going to win the picture. So in my mind, these are the five contenders. Uh, there's three other Best Picture nominees, but one of these five is going to win. Well, like the front runner is No My Land with Trial, like in second place right now. Aren't those like the two front runners? Yeah. With like Promising Woman probably being like like the dark horse of all dark horses. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and I would even go as far to say, I think Sound of Metal is a dark horse. I, I yeah, I was about to throw that one out there. I, I did like... not think it was going to be a big as big as it was, but Tristan, Sound of Metal gets more nominations here than Promising Young Woman. Sound of Metal runs away with the noms. Uh, I don't think we've seen too many sentimentals so far. Well, we saw Best, Best Supporting Actor, which was a big one for them. And then, obviously, film editing. And screenplay. So and we've, screenplay, We've yeah. seen three of the Those six so far. We've seen three of them so far. I feel like they got at least three more to come, eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They have six, so that's correct. And I think I know the exact... I haven't checked yet, but I feel like I know the exact three they're getting. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. But we have Best Visual Effects. 
which they're not going to be here. Yeah, which is not for Sound of Metal, but it is for Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenet. I have only seen two of these. That's Mulan and Tenet. I haven't seen the one on Only Ivan yet. Oh, you haven't? I've never. I haven't. I've never. It's like the. I swear, I've seen like every other Disney Plus original movie except for that one. Just never got around to it. I think it's the only one I, I have seen. I watched the one with the squirrel, the squirrel superhero, and Artemis Fowl instead. But I haven't seen this one. Besides from Hamilton, Hamilton's the best Disney Plus exclusive. Well, Soul. It goes Soul, Hamilton. But like those two are like the big. Then Soul, Hamilton first. Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I don't mean to start an argument here. Like those two are obviously the top content that they have. But people are sleeping on the one and only Ivan. Easily my third favorite. More than Timmy Failure. I think people are sleeping on Timmy Failure. Uh, Timmy Failure is good, but definitely one and only Ivan's better. Really? One and only Ivan. Okay, when one and only Ivan came out, I'm like, yes, guys, let's watch the one and only Ivan. And everyone else in my family was like, no, that looks stupid. We're watching something else. Including mom. And we've never gone around to watching it. I think mom what? would like it. I think uh, our Actually, mom would no, like mom, it. I don't even think, whenever I mention it, mom, mom's like, what's that? I'm like, a movie about a gorilla. She goes, nah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very sweet film. I definitely. I mean, Hayden and Jada are, are very against it. They are sternly in the camp against the one and only Ivan. Well, don't listen to their taste. They picked the football movie and the squirrel movie. Uh, this one's way better. Actually, I, I picked the squirrel movie. Oh, oh um, I'm sorry. But well, they, yeah, Hayden was excited for the football movie. Yeah, and uh, for visual effects, once again, I can't stress enough. The Oscars killed it this year. I think the obvious picks would be everyone thought Mank was going to get nominated or News of the World because they have some visual effects and they're Oscar contenders. No, no, no. The Oscars win for the non-contenders, Ivan and Mulan and Tenet, and they rightfully deserve the nominations. So good for them. Well, Quentin, Mulan, Mulan's an Oscar contender movie here. Yeah, it's got two something more than The Five Bloods. Come on. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But yeah, I, I'm a big one and only Ivan Stamp. No one's seen it. I recommend it. I gave it a three out of five. Like Nothing crazy, but I do very... He tied it with one. Hamilton, for those for those who are wondering. No, That's Hamilton's a 3.5 out of five. I thought you said you gave this a 3.5. No, no, this is a three out of five. Oh, my bad. I heard a 3.5. Sorry. Yeah, no, this is a three out of five. So nothing crazy, but I do really like it. It's a cute film. Yeah, I'll, I'll trigger it around to it. I got... This one got a lot of... I want to catch up. I guess there's only two oscar movies i really gotta watch before the oscars yeah yeah i kind of have two then again uh, no offense to 1a miami but it's not really a contender anymore so maybe i don't have to watch it yeah i think i must definitely have two which yeah. i was gonna watch it in black Messiah, no matter how good or bad it did here i'm just really excited for that movie in general i've just been busy and watching stupid shit instead yeah it's fantastic and plus i think you'll really like it it's really yeah, it seems like something i would like it seems like my kind of movie yeah. That's why I'm really excited yeah, for it. Yeah, I think it. you'll like it more than me. So well, Probably. I like history and stuff more than you. Well, exactly. That's what was good about it, was how historical it was. Yeah. Just like Hamilton. <laughs> That's right. All right, so we also have Best Sound, which is Greyhound, Mink, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. So is a... Uh... Is Sound of Metal just a lockier to win? Because that has some of the best sound I think I've ever seen in a it movie. It has to be. I, I've said this on the podcast before, and I'll say it again. It's the best sound in a film. Like, I obviously not of all time, but like I would say of the last five years, it's my favorite use of sound. And Greyhound getting a, a nom here. Is that, is that the Tom Hanks movie on Apple Plus? Is yeah. that that one? Yeah. 
I've never seen it. I just told you everything I know about it. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know, too. But it's good for it. I mean, hey, I like it when, when not quite Oscar contender movies get a nom on something that they deserve. And I, I'm sure it deserved to hear sort of like Bull Rat 2 with Maria Bakalova getting the nom and whatnot and other things like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, so, speaking of Borat, one other f- cool fact that I forgot to mention, Tristan. The first Borat was nominated for screenplay, and the second one was nominated for screenplay, which, picture this, Tristan, makes it the third franchise to have two films nom- nominated back-to-back for a screenplay. What are the other two? Uh, Godfather, and I forget what the other one was, but it's up there with Godfather. So, yeah, is this is this enough set in stone? It is a uh, up there contention with the likes of The Godfather? Uh, they just need to make a Borat 3 and make it good enough to get another nomination, and it will be the only one, because there's, there's three of them tied for two nominations for a franchise each. That's it. It's really tough to get a uh, like double noms like that. That's 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 pretty hard to do. Yeah, it, it's a big deal. Borat did it. Yeah, I forgot about that cool fact. So we have best production design, which goes to The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. Another solid five for production design. I agree with these. Oh, the father just like I haven't seen the father once again. I mentioned it's like a hundred times. Before. That's true. I haven't seen the father either. So I, I but like I don't from know. my understanding, it doesn't just take place in like retirement home and like random. Like you know what I mean? Like, isn't like pretty modern, like, just standard. Like what's gonna be fancy with the production design? I guess we'll have to wait and see. I, yeah, you're right. That one I'm not too certain about. But the other, you know, what would be here instead? What? Jingle jangle, baby. Jingle jangle <laughs> killed it on production design. <laughs> it's true though. That's true, yeah. Like, what did News of the World do? It took place in a desert. Like, like it's a freaking like Wild West. Like, who cares? Yeah, honestly, like it doesn't really matter. Mank's gonna win this no matter what. Yeah, Mank's a pretty good here. Yeah, and this is the one that Mank is 100% gonna win, and it 100% should win. I I love the production design. Yeah, the production design here is really good. Yeah. All right, so we have best cinematography. We have Judas and the Black Messiah with another nomination. Mank. News of the World, Nomadland, and Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah, Judas and Black Messiah getting a lot of noms. Yeah. But I think I, I, is Nomadland just like the, the lock here? Yeah, I would I imagine mean, so. I thought Mink's cinematography was arguably the best part of the entire movie, that or Amanda Siegfried. But like Nomadland's probably, probably the lock here, right? Yeah, the cinematography of Mink is fantastic, but compared yeah. to Nomadland, yeah, it's not really a competition. I'm a little disappointed that a... Uh, that pretty young woman is in here. I really enjoy the cinematography. Promising young woman. Oh my! I hate I hate how much I do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I like the cinematography as well. But even Alavitras, I will take my promising young woman love goggles off for a second. I don't think it's top five. But is Trial better? Um, no. And I haven't seen News of the World yet. No. Like, and I I don't really plan on watching News of the World. If I'm being real. Um, so I can't say for that one, and of course I can't say for Judas and Black Messiah. So well, I can only ne- say for three of the five. Well, um, neither have I, but even in the shots of Seen Images of the World, it's a very gorgeously shot film. Is it? Uh, it's uh, just uh, the most standard Western I've ever seen, from <laughs> what I've seen of it. Those are the most like, stereotypical Western with Tom Hanks. I'm like, ah, that's fair. And I thought Judas movie. was shot very well. I like the, sh- the shots of that film. I, I like, I've never even seen a trailer for Judas. I've only ever seen stills. Yeah. So I um I, I can't say anything at all for. I've at least seen some like sort of trailers for like, News of the World. For me, of the five, the biggest question mark is Trial of Chicago Seven. But 
even if I swapped that film out, I don't even think I'd put Promising Young Woman in. As much as I love that film, I would probably put Minari. Minari. I thought you were going to say Sound of Metal is what I expected, but Minari. Yeah. Some, yeah a lot yeah. of films have good cinematography. Yeah, Sound of Metal Sound of Metal's one too. Yeah, so we have Best Animated Film. All right. Have you seen this one, Tristan? Finally, a good category. Yeah, I, and once again, they killed it. I, I can't say this enough. They killed it because the five front runners that every other award ceremony has had was Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolfwalkers, and Croods 2. The Oscars have the first four, Onward, Over the Moon, Soul, Wolfwalkers, but fuck Croods 2. I haven't seen it, but it doesn't look very good. They have Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon. Am I, okay, <laughs> I think what's most impressive is that the Oscars actually knew a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, came out. Because I sure as hell didn't. Have you it's seen it? It's my first time hearing of this. Have you not seen it? I didn't even know. I've never even heard of this. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. I am super excited now. I, I never... How did I miss this? How did I know this came out? It came out very early in the year. I know. I, and to be honest with you, I gotta be, I gotta be real. I don't know if I've ever seen any Shaun the Sheep movie. Yeah, it's very fun. I still, once again, similar to One and Only Ivan, I gave it a three out of five. I had a very fun time with it. I haven't seen Over the Moon yet either. Even though I knew that was going to get the nom. I so I never gotten around to watching that one, so I got to watch that one also. That's another one of those movies. Every time I bring it up to the kids, I'm like, "Hey guys, let's watch Over the Moon." They both immediately go, "No, let's watch anything else." I'm like, Damn it! These movies, my siblings don't want to watch. My, the kids I really don't want to watch it with me. Yeah, Tristan wants to watch the kid movies. The kids want to watch Social Network. Yeah, I I don't know why they don't they're not as excited for these as I am. I'm trying to watch them on my own. Yeah, but definitely watch on the sheep. Uh, I haven't seen Over the Moon I, either. Man, if I knew this came out, I would have watched it already. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. Farmageddon is a super cute film. I really liked it. I might have to rewatch. It's been almost a year. Actually, it's been exactly a year. I think it was March when I watched it. And then Onward, Soul, and Wolfwalkers are all amazing animated films. Yeah. Um. Honestly, truly a great year in animation, just in those three movies alone. Like, that is, those are awesome movies. Um, I think Soul is probably the lock here. Yeah, yeah, Soul is winning those. Even though Onward, in my heart, is the best animated feature film of the year. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And here, for best director, I'm surprised that, I guess it's not in the exact order, because this was the second last one of the announcements, but we'll announce in the order. I have it here in the document. We have... Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, David Fincher for Mank, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, and Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round. That's a surprise. That was the surprise. My jaw literally dropped when they said that. I did not see that coming. And man, David Fincher getting in. Uh, I didn't mean you both saw that one coming. Some other people might be a little surprised. Yeah, I don't know why people... There's a few people that I saw that had the theory that Fincher, people aren't going to be high on Meg. No, uh, for me, the two locks were Zhao and Fincher. Those are the two I was very confident in. And I also felt very good about Chung and Finnell. I thought both Promising Young Woman and Minari would get in because they've been getting a lot of hype recently about their directing. Uh, the only Yeah, I, I thought it would be all four of those, and I thought it was going to be a uh, Regina King. I thought Regina King could have been the fifth, but I was about 85% certain it was Aaron Sorkin for Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, right. That's another big surprise, eh? Yeah. So I thought it was for sure Sorkin. I 
thought maybe going in, the upset could have been Sorkin's out and Regina King is in. But no, the upset is another round is in. That was a surprise. I wasn't expecting that. No, the second I, round. I liked another round, but I, I didn't love it. Not my not my movie, that's for sure. Yeah, just was a big another round fan. I'm I'm a very big another round fan. I really liked yeah, it. It was good. I get what people like, but not. Yeah, I've seen all five of these actors. Some people on the first time seen all five of these. Yeah, it's it's um, in my top five of. Or sorry, no, not in my top five. It's in my top ten of the year. I really like it, but I will say I think the directing is great. I actually think probably the lead actor would be the second best part, like would be the best part of the film, but the second best would probably be with the direction of the film. So I'm totally yeah, stoked that this was fair. the nominee. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can agree with that. Once again, I think they killed it. I think his directing was better than Sorkin's directing. So uh, I'll take it. Yeah. And I never thought Regina, I thought Regina King's in a, uh, one, it was good, but I never thought it was like amazing or anything. Yeah, I never saw it, so I couldn't weigh in on that. But I really so thought I'm not, it was I'm not, I'm not disappointed by these noms at all. I would put I'm pretty fifty fifty on 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 another round or one night for directing. Yeah, yeah, I have to watch one night to really say if Regina King should have gotten it or not. But of the ones I've seen, I'm very happy that he got it. So it's a very surprise. He was not even like a contender, and then he just got it. But I know my land's probably just a lock here, anyways. Eh? Yeah, this is with this and Soul for animated film. These are the two biggest locks of the night. That's just how it is. All right, so we can go to best actor. We have Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Make, and Stephen Yun for Minari. The five leads going in. It was the same five. I'm happy that Steven Yen from Minari is here. It's a good five. Uh, I wish, I do wish Delroy Lindo got in. And no offense to Steven Yen, I probably would have swapped him or Oldman out. Those were like the top three of the top three. And then uh, Delroy would be my fourth favorite. So a bit of an upset, but these were the five that I think were kind of set in stone. And it's really a two-way battle between Riz Ahmed and Chadwick Boseman or? Yeah. And also, uh, I guess we can say some of the cool facts here. Steven Yen's the first Asian American to be nominated for lead actor. Really? Yeah. And Riz Ahmed is oh, the ninety-three f- years for that to happen. Yeah, like, ninety-three years. That's crazy. I, I guess I guess there's a few cool facts that we skipped here, but Riz Ahmed is the first Muslim to be nominated for lead actor. First Muslim, man. Eh? And then we can go back here for Best Director, Tristan. It only got two female nominees, but it's the most female nominees for director in a single year. Two. I thought it would be tied. I assume that would have happened at least once before. No, it's the first time. See, and it was shooting for three. Yeah, Globes had three. Yeah, see, I kind of thought this would be the first year that it's three. I, I, I assume two was already done before. I guess I guess I gave them a little more credit than they deserved, eh? <laughs> yeah. I, I assume foolishly. Yeah. Shame on you, Tristan. And then going all the way back to supporting actress, Maria Bakalova is the first Bakalovian person to be nominated ever for an acting award. And then uh, Jeju Shan is the first South Korean person to ever be nominated for an acting award. Really? Yep. There's some pretty wild statistics here, guys. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cool little history facts. It doesn't seem like it, but it's crazy. And that just adds on to the fact that nine out of the 20 acting nominees are aren't white 
that's how all these records are being broken right now is because there's just a lot of diversity for once, really. And I do think that helps. The one good thing to come out of COVID, I guess, is it's a lot of these more indie films. So a lot of these more indie actors and actresses are really shining right now. Yeah, a lot of the people aren't like A-list celebrities or anything like that, right? No, yeah, a lot of these aren't A-list celebrities. That's what makes them great. Yeah. Yeah, like if Dune and French Dispatch and I don't know what other films were coming out. Uh, West Side Story, they likely would have taken some of the spots of Riz Ahmed or Steven Yeun. Yeah, they're lucky that Godzilla vs. Kong was postponed or <laughs> this would have been completely, yeah. completely taken over. Who do you think would have won, Tristan? Chadwick Boseman or King Kong? Well, now, wait, wait, is this for a leader supporting? Are we assuming that, that he's going to be the lead actor here? Yeah, for a lead that actor. Would... Uh, is Kong not the lead here? Or are they going to do the same strategy that Jews of the Black Messiah did, and they're going to have both the leads, Godzilla and King Kong, fight for supporting? Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone from Judas and Black Messiah would have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor, unfortunately. I think they I think they would have taken them both out. Man, that would have been tough. It would have been. It would have been rough. Clearly just sitting there, he's like, dang, I, I lost to a <laughs> lizard. <laughs> lost to a lizard. I would have had that Oscar. It wasn't for you damn monsters. Yeah. So the next award here is Best Actress. And Tristan, similar to Best Actor, these are probably the two less shocking nominations of the night and that is viola davis for ma rainey andre day for united states first billy holiday vanessa kirby for pieces of a woman francis mcdormand for nomadland and carrie mulligan for promising young woman yeah those are probably the five front runners we were talking for a while how like four of them seem locked and it was all everyone was fighting for that fifth slot and with andrew's day win and the golden globes and upset in the golden globes she kind of seemed like the next logical person here. Although, is it Jodie Foster in the Mar- 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 Martian or whatever that movie was? Uh, Mauritania, but she was actually fighting for supporting. Oh, my bad. Okay. I, I, I was hearing that she might have gotten her nom, but I guess that's for supporting. I've never seen the Mauritanian, hence why I didn't even know the name of it. Because I heard that with her recent one in Golden Globe, she might have had a shot. But I guess it was for the wrong category. Yeah, people thought that she might have snuck in for... Uh, over, a lot of people were saying either Maria Bakalova or Amanda Seyfried. She would have been the one that snuck in. Ah, uh, it's a fifth, fifth slot there. Yeah. But I am here for, this might be the least interesting nominees, but possibly the most interesting winner. Exactly. In my mind, this is still an absolute killer's row of performances here. I haven't seen United States Billy Holiday yet. I might get around to it, honestly. Just just because of her win the Golden Globes, that makes me. That really does make me want to kind of go and watch that movie to see a performance. And see, does she have a shot in the Oscar against these other four? Four amazing performances. Four truly, truly great performances here. And they. Uh, this is this is a tough. This is, this is a tough category. Here, yeah. I think. Yeah. This best actress. Uh, all fantastic performances of the ones I've seen. I'm hoping Carrie Mulligan wins, but I uh, I ain't placing any money on it. That's for sure. I don't even know. I'm. I would be stoked for McDormand or Mc, or Mulligan. I would love either. I think McDormand is the better performance, but I think Mulligan, yeah, it's just the better film. I just love Promising Young Woman, so I'd be stoked to see it just get more wins. But I, I think McDormand's performance is fantastic. So uh, such a great group of actresses. It's probably one of the best awards going into the night. Oh, for it's the one I'm most excited for, I think. Yeah. So we can go on to Best Picture, the final one here, Tristan. 
And here are our eight nominations for Best Picture. We have The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7. All right, so The Father and Judas and the Black Messiah getting in over One Night in Miami and Miami's Black Bottom. Yeah, I thought if there's going to be eight I, I assumed it was going to be eight just because of the caliber of the films i would have been pretty surprised if it was nine so i went in expecting eight and in my head i thought it was going to be sound of metal judas and the black messiah and the father fighting for that last spot to get into the top eight i in my head i thought one in miami and ma rainey were shoe-ins for the seven i thought for sure sound of metal was going to be in it i also thought for sure one Night in Miami was going to be in it. I had my Raimi father and Judas and Bakusai signing fighting for that, that that eighth slot in my mind. Oh, wow. Okay. I was more confident in Ma Rainey. Like, Ma Rainey, like, if I was going to pick five locks, it would have been for sure there. I'm shocked Ma Rainey didn't do well. Yeah, but it just started... Honestly, I, think, you're right. I think I might have had an old eight pretty much locked in my mind. I, I really didn't think the father or Judas and Bakusai were getting in over, over the other eight. Yeah. I wasn't even um, that confident in Sound of Metal. I thought... I thought it had a good shot, but I really thought, especially when looking all the, at all the nominations, Judas got a lot of love. I thought Judas was going to get in. Well, I wasn't watching them as they came out. That's I was, fair. I was working. So this is just like from what I thought before I seen the other noms. After seeing the noms, I'm, I for sure would have thought Judas the Black Messiah got in. They got so many noms. Yeah. It was nominated for everything. Yeah. Uh, what, to be fair, something that's interesting here, Mank has the most with 10 nominations. Really? It ha- may have the most, eh? Yeah, and then there is a six-way tie between The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Nomadland, Sound of Metal, and Trial of Chicago 7, all having six nominations. And The Promising Woman have, like, four or something Promising like Promising Young Woman has five, so it has the least out of the eight. Only one less. Than yeah, only one less. Like, all of them are very close, except for Mank. Mank with ten. That's impressive. I But I think it's going to get, like, one win, if that. Yeah, it didn't even get screenplay. It lost one of the big ones. Man, yeah, it's true. It's surprising. It, everyone, I guess, thought it would have had 11 noms. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But yeah, these are the eight here. And I know you're saying the editing doesn't really show too much because obviously the big front runners are there. But I would argue that Minari was like number three as a dark horse, but I don't really consider it anymore since it didn't get editing. That's fair. I don't know if I had... Yeah. I'd be real surprised if Minari wins Best Picture. Because it didn't get editing, I'm very confident it won't. But you're saying how no Promising more. Young Woman's the real dark horse. For me, I agree with you. Nomadland vs. Trial Chicago 7 is the clear story that's being told right now for Best Picture. And then Can I we thought... Say that, but Mank got the most nominees. Uh, yeah, but Mank didn't even get editing. Alright, Mank didn't get editing. The five for editing were Sound of Metal, No Man Land, Promising Woman, Trial of Chicago 7, and Judas? And The Father. Father, my bad. So Judas, Mank, and Minari are the three that are that are outcasted from that. Yeah, they're, they're out say. in my mind. I think it's between those five. And even The Five, I don't think The Father's going to get it. I think like there's just not as much hype around it. It's not necessarily out yet, so maybe the hype is finally going to start building for it. Uh, and then I just really think it's between Nomadland and Trial. I love that my two favorite of the year, Promising Young Woman and Sound of Metal, are quote-unquote in contention because they're in editing as well. But uh, yeah, it's between Trial and Nomadland. Mostly Nomadland. I, I don't think this is going to be as 
thrilling of a Best Picture nomination win. Yeah. Who knows, though? Yeah, Nomadland's the frontrunner. If anyone else wins, I'll be shocked. If I remember correctly, you're pretty certain that 1917 was going to win last year. That's true. And uh, I was certain that it was trial like a month ago. So I I chained on the dime. Who knows? In like two weeks, it might be Minari again. Yeah. Yeah. Come Oscar night, he's going to be pretty damn sure that one night Miami's going to win it. (laughs) So. Yeah, I'm like waiting for uh, an upset, a film that's not even nominated wins. Like another La La Land scenario when they just had the wrong card. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, man, what a world we would live in, Tristan, if Promising Young Woman or Sound of Metal sneak in. Yeah, that'd be, if Promising Young Woman wins, that'd be amazing. Yeah, yeah I'd get drunk that night. I, I'd be stoked. All right, well, that's everything for the Oscar nominations here, Tristan. Do you have anything else to say? Any other notes you want to make? No. Uh, a pretty good lineup i once again i think they killed it animation we got farmageddon directing we got another round i think all the ones that nobody was talking about the oscars they know what's up they 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 do what was right except they don't allow the best movie of the year to be nominated for categories <laughs> only because they know that it'll win it all yeah that's really yeah yeah they were like well we should count it but uh it would just make this season so boring if it won every yeah. single award Let's give these other guys a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I really like to think that's the conversation they had. They're like, well, we got to get this somewhat exciting. Like, yeah. Is it possible to have all five nominees in the category from one movie? Like, best original song. All five of them would have been from Hamilton. <laughs> like, realistically, though, right? Like, come on. That's like, fair. All of them would have been from Hamilton. Like, this is the, we already mentioned this was a weak year for original song, and Hamilton's an absolute banger after banger. There's no way it wouldn't have had all five noms. That's true. Oh, well, then again, there's Eurovision, Tristan. Uh, all four and Eurovision gets that fifth slot. Wait, Tristan, hypothetically, if there's four Hamilton songs and one Eurovision song, would the Eurovision song win? Would all the votes for Hamilton be divided? Yeah. Yeah, they all get like, they all get like 24%. No, they still win. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the numbers of the shakeup to be. They'll get like 19% and Eurovision gets like 22% and ends up winning it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That could, that could happen. Yeah. It's possible. That, that'd be quite a moment. They, they should allow Hamilton just for that. <laughs> that would have been, if that, that would be amazing. They should allow Hamilton only for song. All right. Well, that's everything for the pop topic podcast here. We discussed all things Oscars. I'm excited for when they actually have the awards here, Tristan. Me too. What is it, the 25th of April? Yeah, so in about... That's over a month. That's like a month and a half away, isn't it? Yeah, it's like six weeks, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I'm going to forget all these by then. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, Trial Chicago 7 who? Like, I don't know what any yeah. of this is. What are they on trial for? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's everything on our end. Have a fantastic week, guys. Bye.